I was asking the questions, what else is possible? What can be created here? You know, so open. And I go to this chiropractor and this is the awareness that I get. It didn't look at all the way I thought it was going to look. I thought maybe it would look through work, through relationships, and it was actually with a chiropractor cracking me open. And the last time I saw him, he said something to me, look, you have been avoiding this for so long. And I look at him like, how did you know? Right? Because it already took me two years. This guy's a healer and he knows stuff. And he says, you were difficult to book from the beginning. And I look at him and everything in my being wanted to defend that it wasn't me. I wasn't hard to book. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. Today's episode is all about busting the myths about what a strong woman is, part two. If you haven't listened to the first one, please go back and listen. It doesn't say part one, but go back and listen to busting the myth about what a strong woman is. I got a few DMs and some people were asking me about what happened after my dinner with my boyfriend. So this episode is all about that. On the first one, I talk about how how I created what I wanted and what my boyfriend wanted and how I would have created it differently in the past with what I thought a strong woman is. And in the past, before I had the tools, I thought a strong woman didn't need a man. I thought a strong woman can do it on her own. I thought a strong woman should always say something. Even if it's not what she wants, she should just say something. And the difference that I know now is that a strong woman will create what's best for everyone. And for Super Bowl, I had a a bet with my boyfriend. And again, please go back and listen to the first version of this episode. And we had a bet about, you know, the weekend and what song he would close with, and he thought he would close with blinding lights. So we made a bet about going out to dinner. So last week he took me out to dinner and it was so magical. It was so expansive and it was so creative. And this is what happened. He picked me up and I got all dressed up. You would have thought I was going to Las Vegas because, you know, quarantine, haven't been going out lately. So I wore my big fuzzy jacket. I wore my high heels my like shiny pants and my shirt. And, you know, he got dressed up and he took me to this really cool, hip new Japanese restaurant. And I had been there before, but it was a different wine bar. So they had changed it up. So I had never really been to that restaurant. And it was so magical. It was a phenomenal night. We sat outside. So much was created from that. We had some really great 
conversations. And when we left, I just felt so great. You know, he and I just felt so great together. We got in the car and I went with what felt best. And with what felt best was stopping at 7-Eleven and buying some lottery tickets. I'm like, let's stop and get lottery tickets. He's like, okay. And that's been our new thing, like getting lottery tickets and scratching them. And then we have this fun, expansive game of we're not going to cash them in. We're just going to keep getting more lottery tickets with our winnings and to see if, you know, we win some really big, fun prize and we'll see what happens. So we stop at 7-Eleven and we walk in and we're just having a blast. Now we're both sober, right? And the guy at 7-Eleven was hilarious. This guy, you would have thought he was a comedian. Now he had this really thick accent and we couldn't, I couldn't understand what he was saying, but he was so funny and uh, we were short a dollar and you can only pay cash for the lottery tickets. And so my boyfriend was like, oh, I only have so much cash. And I was like, I have cash in the car. So the guy at 7-Eleven says, go get the cash in the car. And we were laughing because this guy was just selling the lottery tickets. He's like, no, come on. You need one more. Go get the cash. Go get the cash. So he's like yelling at me and we're laughing uncontrollably. I run to the car and when I come back, my boyfriend and he are having a conversation. They're laughing. And then so we get the the lottery tickets and he even said, he's like, oh, you are so beautiful, the worker at 7-Eleven. I said, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We're having so fun. How so much fun. So we go, we go home, we scratch the lottery tickets and then we won some more tickets and some cash, you know, just like five bucks or something. And now we're excited to go cash them in. And we haven't done that yet. But you can see how from that bet, it kept creating more and more and more and more. It was so expansive from that one Super Bowl event. And it's not over yet. We haven't ended with this lottery tickets. It can keep going and going. Now we keep bringing up that guy from 7-Eleven. We we're like, we got to go see our guy again. That guy was hilarious. It really got me thinking about, you know, strong women, about wanting to be right. So that's been in my universe lately, wanting to be right. What is that? The addiction, the unconscious addiction to needing and wanting and craving to be right. I'm going to tell a story here because I think it would it's going to really bring everything together and especially bring it together for me. There is this chiropractor in Los Angeles. He's very famous and he's on YouTube and I've been watching him for many, many years. And about a year and a half ago, I called and I got on his waiting list. He has like about a six month waiting list. So maybe two years ago. Then about a year and a half, I got the call back that I got off the waiting list. And I'm like, wow, okay. And the girl on the phone at the front tells me the, the investment for this doctor. And it was more than I wished to have invested, or it was more than I thought that the investment was going to be. And so I was a little apprehensive about, you know, investing that money. And I never called back, okay? This is giving context to what is about to unfold. And then in the middle of the quarantine, 
my body keeps requesting. You know, like I'm asking my questions. I'm asking, how does it get better? I'm asking, what else is possible for my body? I'm asking, how does it get better? And this doctor keeps coming in to my world. So that's the awareness. And I'm going, okay, I hear you. God, I hear you. I'm going to call. So I call and I make an appointment. And it takes about three months to get on his schedule. This was about January of 2021. I'm now on his schedule. And I realize that I'm not getting any emails or any updates or any appointment, you know, reminders when I gave the girl at the front desk my email. So I call and I say, I have an appointment tomorrow and I don't know what to do. You said I was supposed to get x-rays and I'm supposed to do X, Y, Z, and I, I don't know anything. And she says, oh, your appointment is in two weeks instead of tomorrow. I mean, everything was backwards from what I remember. And now I started to get annoyed. I started to get pissed off. You know, I'm on the phone. I'm going, okay, let's reschedule or tell me what days I'm supposed to be there because I have everything backwards. Everything she had, she had five appointments, were completely different than what I have. And I'm like, wow, how is that even possible? How is that even possible that she would have five different appointments that what I had? I'm like, I'm not stupid. I'm a pretty smart person. I'm like, wow, this is interesting. Is this a sign? What is this? And I really want to tap on how we use the tools against us when we think it's a sign. We think, oh, it's a sign. I shouldn't go to him. Because I almost wanted to say that. Uh, it's not supposed, it's not meant to be. And that didn't ring true for me. I'm like, am I still, you know, is it going to create more if I go see him? And I kept getting a yes. My awareness was yes, yes, it's going to create more. And I'm like, okay, even though I'm so annoyed that I was planning to see him tomorrow. And now all these appointments are all separate, but let me change them up. So she gets my new email and everything's set. And then again, I get an email saying that I have an appointment like for in two days. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So I call her and I say, yeah, I just received an email saying that I have this appointment on this day. And I actually have it on that day. What's up? And she said, well, that's what I have down. And I'm like, and I took a breath and I said, look, I'm really frustrated. I'm really frustrated because this is already the second time and all the appointments are different than what I said. And then I can tell that she was getting frustrated. And I'm like, all I wanted was an apology at that moment. She said, let me call you back. So she hangs up and I take a deep breath. Everything in my being wanted to run, wanted to say, forget it. I don't want to see this doctor. You guys are unprofessional. Uh, th this is ridiculous for what I'm going to be investing with you. This is just, I mean, get it together. You could say that in the metaphysical world, in the spiritual world, most of us would say these were the signs that it wasn't meant to be. So I kept asking a question, is it going to create more if I go see this doctor? And I kept getting a yes, even though it was so difficult to make the damn appointment. It was already about 40 days later from my first appointment. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So this is now two years later. 
from the first time that I called to get on the wait list. And I'm like, wow, okay, something's here. And the question I asked was, what is this? What is it? Because it is so freaking hard to see this guy, yet I'm getting a yes. So now I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> I'm getting annoyed. Uh, we finally get it all together. And I go get the x-rays. And the x-rays are a different doctor. You get the x-rays with Dr. A, and then I see Dr. B. I go get the x-rays, and as soon as I walk in, the girl at the front desk is just, let's just say she's not very friendly. And I'm like, wow, again, let's say it's a quote-unquote sign that I should not go see this doctor. And God, life, the universe is saying, are you sure you want this? Because what's about to happen is going to be so expansive, Joanna. Ooh, it's going to be amazing. Are you ready? Like in a fun way, without any judgment. I can feel that this was going to be so freaking expansive. And I sit in the waiting room at the x-rays, at the place for the x-rays, and I'm going, wow, what is this? Because I want to punch the woman at the front desk. I literally wanted to jump over and go, what is your problem? Right? So I go into the room and they say, disrobe, you know, put on this uh, robe or whatever, you know, at the doctor's and we'll be with you in a minute. So I'm sitting there for a while. Okay. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was really tired that day. So I like was lying down, like wanted to take a nap. Finally, the doctor comes in. He says, all right, I'm going to take your x-rays. So I walk in, he texts the x-rays and he says, okay, I'm going to check them because if they're not great, we're going to take them again. And I'm like, are you serious? Already then I'm like, the luck I'm having, we're probably going to have to take them again. So I go into the room and I really start to ask some questions and I get curious, like, what is this creating? What is this right now? I'm so willing to receive whatever it is. And now I'm lying down in that room and I'm like, I would really like for those shots to be great. He comes into the room and he says, everything's good. You're all set to go. And I'm like, thank you, God. You know, and I walk out and I'm like, that's done. So I felt like a little bit closer and it felt lighter. Now it comes to my appointment. And I go to the appointment with this chiropractor and everything getting there was just like, it felt so uphill. I was so afraid. And I'm like, what is this? I've done some magical, crazy, different stuff in my life. This is no different. It's a chiropractor. I mean, come on, Joanna. And I was so scared. I could feel the nervousness. I could feel the tension. I could feel the apprehensiveness. And as I go in and I see him, this whole appointment changed my life. My life was going one direction and now it completely is going a different direction. And in this appointment, I just start crying. I let him know everything. I just break down. He cracked me open. And I thought I was pretty cracked open. I've done so much self-development work, so to speak. I've done so much like expansiveness on myself. I've done so much awakening work and I cracked open and I came home and I was a different person and I didn't know how to be in my new skin. 
And so I've already seen him three times since that time, and I still have two more times to see him. And the third time that I saw him, he said, look, you are very guarded. You are holding a lot of stuff, and it is time for you to release it. And I'm like, wow, I feel like I've released already like so much. Like, what is it? And it was interesting that there is more expansion in my world, in my universe, and that I didn't see. I was asking the questions, what else is possible? What can be created here? You know, so open. And I go to this chiropractor and this is the awareness that I get. It didn't look at all the way I thought it was going to look. I thought maybe it would look through work, through relationships, and it was actually with a chiropractor cracking me open. And the last time I saw him, he said something to me, look, you have been avoiding this for so long. And I look at him like, how did you know, right? Because it already took me two years. This guy's a healer and he knows stuff. And he says, you were difficult to book from the beginning. And I look at him and everything in my being wanted to defend that it was the girl at the front desk. It was her fault. It wasn't me. I wasn't hard to book. It was her. And I didn't say anything. And it was so interesting that I wanted to defend that I was right. Is that a strong woman? Or is a strong woman able to receive all of it? All of this crazy? Because it was such a lesson for me. All of this is such a lesson. And the bottom line is, I just wanted to be right. I wanted to defend that I wasn't hard to book. It was her fault, just so I can be right. And I'm like, what is that, Joanna? I'm like, this has nothing to do with them. It was, I was using everything to make myself right from the beginning two years ago, not to book this appointment because of the investment, because the investment was more than what I desired. Yet my body was requiring it. My body was asking for it. My being was asking for it. Yet my logical mind was saying, ooh, that is more than I would like to invest in this appointment. I would, if it was less, if it was this amount of money, I would invest. But if it's this amount of money, eh. and I wanted to be so right that I was willing to create this whole scenario to make it so difficult not to go. And see, a lot of us would have used the, oh, it's a sign, I shouldn't go, God is telling me that this is not the place, which was so not it. And a lot of times we use the tools against ourselves. I hear a lot of clients say, well, Joanna, it feels heavy, it doesn't feel right, so I'm not going to do it. I say, BS, ask more questions. When it was getting really hard to book, I just kept asking more questions. You know, what is this? Hmm. And I kept getting, go, go, Joanna, go, go. And I'm like, are you sure? God, are you sure? Okay. I trust and I hear you and I hear life. I hear the universe is calling to see this doctor. And man, my life is so different. I'm so incredibly grateful that I made the choice to go see this doctor. And is that what a strong woman is? Somebody that is willing to choose differently without using the tools against herself. A strong man, a strong woman, a strong human. So I ask you, are you using the tools against yourself? 
Are you using the cliches against yourself? Are you using those quotes? It's not meant to be, so I'm not going to go. So that you can be right and stay away from discomfort. Because that's really where your expansion is. My expansion was seeing that doctor for three times. I am a completely different person. And it was so difficult to go see him. Thank God I still chose and I still kept asking questions. You know, what is this? So circling back, what is a strong woman? Is a strong woman somebody that's going to receive all of it, all of the ugly, and not have to be right all the time? You know, it really bothered me after he said that. I mean, I wanted to like call and do everything and go, it wasn't my fault. It was her at the front desk. I really tried to be here. And I'm like, what? Joanna, (laughs) no one cares but you, Joanna. Is that going to make any difference? Is that going to create the future you desire? (laughs) No, (laughs) it's just going to add extra stuff. It is not needed. So I just let it go. And I knew I didn't need to be right. It's all good. Nobody cares. Life goes on. And was I difficult to book because I created that. I created it because I really didn't want to go because I really didn't want to invest that money. Ooh, that's good. Is anybody listening out there? I hope so. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I really, truly appreciate each and every one of you. And I appreciate you for getting back up. As I, I fall often and I get back up. For all of you who are listening that do, that feel like, you know what, gosh, I just feel, you know, I fall. And some that don't fall, hey, all good. Thank you. Please screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official and let me know your takeaways. I would be so incredibly grateful to hear from you. I love and adore you. And remember, you always have choice and then take action. You always have choice and then take action. And I am having a free 30-day challenge in March. And it's a miracle mindset challenge. And we're going to look at all the miracles that happen every day. Because miracles do happen every day. And I will be going live on Instagram, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, every day in March, to talk about the miracles that happened the day before. I'd love to have you, and I dare you to look at the miracles. And remember to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.